Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. Today on Not the Pastor, we are going to continue our conversation with Amber and Joy about hospitality. Last week, we talked about a philosophy of hospitality or a mindset in regards to hospitality. We talked about how hospitality is a huge part of the New Testament narrative, as well as trying to keep in mind that hospitality is all about other people, about loving people. Today, we're going to continue that conversation and jump into a more practical side. These ladies have some good thoughts about how to be ready to use your home for hospitality. So, Joy, what tips help you be prepared for hospitality? As we transition into this really practical side, what are some tips that you can give us to be prepared for hospitality? It's a tough question, I have to say, because I really do feel that everyone's prepared or everyone's ready is different. Sure, that's right. And mine is always changing. Okay. Um, one big one that I have to say I have not mastered yet mm-hmm. is don't overbook in a day. <laughs> yeah. sure. can, you, can you re-say that? <laughs> don't overbook Thank you. in a day. So, <laughs> So uh, because I don't have the history that it's going on, do you mean like having too many things going on in one day? Yes, yes. that's what she means. <laughs> my, <Okay>. my husband <laughs> is so wonderful and he's so helpful and often reminds me, have one big. Yeah. But it's hard when that one big coincides with some other one bigs, sure. you know, and they all just collide. Yes. But um, I've learned though that in those days, usually somebody suffers and it's mm. sometimes my kids or my husband. Right. And so that's, yeah, sure. that's definitely convicting. So mm-hmm. I would encourage you listeners right. be wiser than yeah. I yeah. don't because, because, overbook. because joy, as a disclaimer, you're saying you have multiple people <laughs> over in one day because again, you're my hero, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that would definitely be a big one. Okay. And then some other little things that are not, they're just a little random things mm-hmm. that I have found super helpful in evening um, get-togethers that I've gleaned and learned and experimented on. Definitely not, you know, come up with on my own, but watched other ladies. One easy one would be, if you're having somebody over for dinner, doing a walkthrough of your home. Okay. Ten minutes before they arrive. You know, not doesn't have to be some super stressful, crazy, clean everything. Just do a walkthrough. And, you know, when you have a good... No, when you have a good weekly scheduled cleaning of each area of your home, it's amazing how... When it comes time to have my over, things are okay. You know, go sure. in the bathroom, wipe it down. It's good to smell like Lysol. Right. You know, not yes. toddlers yes. making messes yeah. in the bathroom yeah. all day. Yeah. A, a helpful hint from me, from the, I was a janitor at a hospital for a while mm-hmm. when I was in Bible college. Mm-hmm. And helpful hint, if it smells good, mm-hmm. it's clean. That's the rule. Bottom line. <laughs> right. Yeah. It smells it good, smell it's clean. smell like Lysol. Yep. Yeah, it's not clean. And then <laughs> although, another, although no puddles oh. on the floor also helps. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 <laughs> I just say that. And yeah. another really good one that I find feeding people dinner, mm-hmm. you know, have some finger foods laid out on the table. And Mm -hmm. so when people walk in, there can be that stress, you know, that, that hunger stress. Mm -hmm. And what if things went awry during the day? Hey, have some finger foods on the table. People can walk in and snack and eat and talk while you're finishing up in the kitchen. And it really alleviates a lot of that stress. 
just some little things I have awesome. learned. She's learned that from having a hangry husband. Often my wife will, like as we're going to someone's house, if we're the, the recipients of hospitality, yes. we will often have a snack bag in the car yeah. and we will like snack on the <laughs> so, way to someone's house. We're going to their case. house for dinner yeah. Yeah. and we'll snack on the way there. You, and it means that our yeah. kids aren't freaking yeah. out. They're yes. not like, yep. I'm hungry. And like, shut up. We're trying to do like, yeah. None of that has to happen up. anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. We're all adults here. I definitely have learned that from you and Miss Amber, the idea of snacks and what a blessing snacks can be and how we love on each other in that way just to offer a snack. We go to your house and my husband and I both say, we're going to get snacked. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. That um, credit goes to his mom and her wonderful snack like stuff like she has the whole thing and honestly that was really hard for me when we first got married not to cut in but Tom, Thomas would have people over and he'd offer all these snacks that I bought for him right <laughs> and like I mean I'm a wise woman right I, I have it all divvied out and he would he would give it away and we'd have teenagers over and we do adult ministry now and they don't eat like teenagers but <laughs> teenagers they eat and he'd be like have anything you want and he'd be like there's freezer food in the freezer and it took a lot of faith to yeah. trust my husband that God was going to take care of it yeah, and that there was al- always enough yeah. and that God always gives more because we give that we don't yeah. have to like hold it, it tightly. Mm-hmm. But that was a lesson. Yeah. But his mom was always like that. And she, I mean, you guys have been to his mom's house mm-hmm. and yeah. you get snacked there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like that was Fort his Knox of snacks. I love it. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's pretty yeah. exciting. I usually live on a sugar rush, yeah. especially after the Red with, Bulls with our pockets, and... like full of stuff. Like we, we just picked out and then like we're going away with boxes of things as well. So he it. brought that though, like into our marriage. And I was like, because you only have so much cheese and you yeah. only have so much juice and he'd give it away. Yeah. And the Lord always took care of us. Yeah. Back to that note there, Joy, as far as with preparation for hospitality, I'm asking this as the husband, but I'm also knowing that probably a lot of husbands are listening to this. It would be, you know, men listening who are on staff at a church. How help us men out? How can how can a husband help the wife be prepared for hospitality. Maybe it's one of those evening meals, church families coming over a Sunday afternoon or something. What are, what are some things that a husband can do? That's kind of a follow-up yeah. question to that. Yeah, I, I love this question because it implies something that I believe to be very true, and that is that hospitality is best done with a team, a husband and wife team, and even get the kids on board. Um, something my husband does that I'm super thankful for is he comes home prepared to jump in and help. Before he leaves in the morning, he asks, what can I do? What would help on Sunday mornings? Make your load a little lighter, you know, feeding this big crowd right after church. Or he'll even come home and be willing to grill on a weeknight. And that is just huge. And he's always on top of helping pick up after the meal and helping um, oversee the kids. So I'm not by myself with that. And, you know, that is super important that that husband and wife are together on that mission and it makes it so much more enjoyable. And again, you get to protect your heart from that resentment. And another thing we often discuss, and I guess this is kind of into the next question so we can lead into it. But another thing we often discuss are just conversation tips before people arrive. Mm -hmm. You know, I I love conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thrive on it. I get excited (laughs) thinking about talking to a stranger and engaging with people. But not everybody else does that. Don't know. I just... (laughs) Journal and rush. So I, and I love imagining and thinking about questions. I just love, I love that. And my husband, he's really good at asking me, you know, what are some good questions that I can ask or give me some tips. And so we actually make it a purpose or make a plan of it to sit down and discuss um, some good basic questions, especially for the new guests that 
usually with new guests, you're going to have those awkward silences. Mm. And sure. nobody likes those. Yeah. So being ahead, being prepared mm -hmm. for those conversations ahead of time by just writing out a few basic questions mm -hmm. that will get your guest um, in a state where they're more comfortable. People enjoy telling their stories. Ask them about their stories and listen and then learn about them and then turn around and use what you've learned to love yeah. on them further. And Joy, you're good at that too. Much, lots of times sitting in your living room and just those conversations that are like, oh, tell me about that. And, and those open-ended questions, I'm really good at like yes or no's. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, do you like this? Yes. Yes? Cool. Yeah. Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I think I've deep. even watched Joy do that um, and make, she's come to like a group thing at my house and then made it less awkward for me when like the group was awkward, <laughs> then Joy just steps in and she fixes everything. Right. It's wonderful. I, I do appreciate, though, that a, a couple of moments of thinking about what we're yeah, going to talk huge. about yeah. means that I don't have to think that. Clarity. That, right? <laughs> I don't have to think about it in the moment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it does. Uh, a, a, hey, I know this. I know something about this situation. We're not going to step in the, this direction. Right. And that, to me. Like, that, that can be helpful sometimes, yeah. too, if, yeah. if there are off-limit topics yes, that we could be on the same page and then... We don't have to have those situations either. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Then Amber, let's ask the same question. What kind of practical ideas do you have to make it easy to have people in your home? Okay. So for practical, obviously have a plan. Today I sat down and did my meal plan for the next week. And I'm going to purposely make sure there's extra for a couple of meals because my husband's notorious for saying, hey, I really feel like Jesus wants us to have these people over. And then it's my job to have a meal. But I don't have time. We live 20 minutes out of town. I don't have time to go to the grocery store mm -hmm. before all that happens. Um, so we have to plan ahead and be prepared. And so and looking at your calendar like a week beforehand when you're buying groceries and buying meals on purpose that can be shared, even if that means you're flopping that with a different day because what day you have planned isn't what works out. That works for me because I like to have things like under control. I'm probably a control right. freak. But um, in our home, I have I really like coffee. I have a coffee station. It's it's not, beautiful. It's not in my kitchen though, so that if I don't have dinner ready, that you can go in and you can get a cup of coffee and you mm. can help yourself to all of it. But it's not in the kitchen. Right. And there's also jars um, of candy. Yes, <laughs> and those are my favorite. Yes, those are fun, and. And all of that is not inside the kitchen, but set up purposefully so that if someone wants to grab a drink, I'm not real good at putting snacks out ahead of time. That's a great idea. But I would say that my coffee station yeah, is coffee the idea that. that serves that purpose. And yeah. if I'm thinking about it correctly, then I will put like creamers out there mm -hmm. right before they come. Mm -hmm. And so that it's, it's ready. And even just trying to have one of the things I recently learned is a coffee bar is much better if you buy the things that people like um because i really like weird stuff in my mm. coffee but um making sure i have some creamer that everybody else likes yeah. then um <laughs> people are much more likely to drink yeah. it who knew yeah. Um, yeah. but that, that's that's significant though amber yeah. because we've all been to we've bought, probably <laughs> we've all been, been those people but we've all been to people like well no i'm, I'm thinking yes. about other people <laughs> <laughs> definitely thinking about other people but i mean you go over there and it's like oh i that's not something you have what you like, yeah. but that, okay, I'll drink it, but right. you almost feel like you're kind of doing them a favor, yeah. right. but we do a yeah. lot of being diet drinks. So yeah. then I try to on purpose buy regular drinks, yeah. being which, considerate of them. Yeah. That's huge. I will say there's a lot of, there's some people I've asked pointedly 
when they've come to my house, what makes you feel so welcome? You've yeah. come back and you've told me <laughs> right. you enjoy it. Like, I can't get you to leave. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why do you keep coming? No, I mean, I so glad that you're no, 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 stop doing that. whatever no. they say. But they really, I've asked them and they say, honestly, you make things that I have told you I like. You have things that you have heard me say I enjoy. You make those special drinks you know I love at Dutch Bros. And that is something I do enjoy doing as well, is having things prepared and ready for that person specifically in mind because you know they enjoy it. And I think keeping the people that are coming over in mind is huge because unless you're having people that you don't normally know, we all kind of show off a lot of the things that we really do like. Mm -hmm. You could go to your church and you could point to people and you know this person, they don't eat dairy, right? Or... Yeah, uh, we try not to make it a big deal, but my son is gluten free, and so if I'm coming to your house, I'm probably asking what you're having first, sure. so that I can prepare ahead of time. Yeah. But as the person who's having people over, if I know that there's some kind of like that, or that they they really like healthy food, well, I'm probably not making my junkiest food for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm gonna think about the people on purpose to some to some degree. Sure. It's not it's not about like pleasing people, and so yeah. there's times when that doesn't. That doesn't matter, right? Yep. And what I have is what I have, and yep. Jesus is going to use that. But if I'm planning ahead of time, then I'm going to think about that. If I'm having teenagers over, we're going to do, you know, cheap food, Nacho. right? Nachos, nachos yeah, yeah. and things. I like nachos too, but... Little but, Caesar's pizza. But that goes back to what we talked about before, that hospitality is about people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about sure. it's yes. about the fact that it, this isn't about making me feel good right. or look at how I can show off yeah. this or how this is so cool. Look at yeah. You need to appreciate yeah. me for this, but it's about how I can serve them. And, yeah. and that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So, a paying attention to those dietary needs or paying attention to those yeah. things that make someone feel special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about loving people. I want them to walk out of my house and feel loved and just know yeah. love. And isn't that how it's supposed to be? People are supposed to see the it's love of Christ yeah. through us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are that. And yeah. I love the idea in First Peter. It says hospitality, yeah. and when you look at that idea it is to strangers and so often we should be bringing in those strangers bringing in the lost as well as church family and loving on them making them feel loved that's really good i i totally appreciate that you would take time to bring people into your home that you don't always know and you know it's it's uncomfortable sometimes to go and ask someone hey do you want to come over and I mean, obviously you're not like the little kid that pops up in their head. Hey, you went over, but it, it is uncomfortable to have people who you don't know. It's more fun to have my friends over, it's but easier. it's not the same kind of, it's not, well, sometimes yeah. it is, but sometimes it's no, like I, I was going to say, sometimes it's not the same kind of investment, but it, yeah. it is, you, you have to have your friends over and you need to invest in your friends. Yes. It's just yes. the same. But even when it doesn't feel comfortable, yes. those people probably aren't comfortable either. Yeah. And just remembering that it's about them. And then even just delegating, you don't have to do the whole meal yourself. And so if you feel comfortable with your friends, say, hey, will you bring the drinks or will you bring the dessert? Will you bring, take a little bit off of your plate? I mean, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to do everything. That that goes back a little bit to a previous conversation that Thomas and I had about hospitality and kind of the difference for the sake of these conversations of, of fellowship and hospitality and fellowship being more minded on the people we already know, our friends. There's probably a different level of preparation and yes. care that goes into fellowship and the kind of preparation that goes into hospitality type, you know, yeah. new people, strangers yes. that you don't know before. There, there's probably two different kinds of, two different yeah. fields there yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
I have a couple other things on the practical side, but with the food part, have it done um, mm-hmm. as much as you can when yeah. the people arrive. Yeah. Um, the times when I don't have it done, there I have wonderful people under my home and they're always offering to help, but it just kind of feels awkward. Mm-hmm. And just being ready to sit down and enjoy those people, mm-hmm. try to plan your day with some grace and some time so that you're not rushed and stressed. Yeah. Enjoy the people that yeah. you're having. Don't yeah. make it so much That's so good. stressful yeah. that that you're not you're not ready when they get there. Yeah because they can tell. I love that. Just being reminded to focus on it's the people again. Even if you burn tinfoil to the bottom of your oven two hours before the guests arrive. Wait, would that ever happen? Yes. (laughs) Don't cancel. I've got a good tip on how to get tinfoil off the bottom of your oven, by the way. Don't cancel. We'll put that in the show. Get pizza. Have them over, and you can still be hospitable without a beautiful, delicious meal. Yes. 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 It's and what's great is fellowship. those people were so excited that we were having pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a bummer when you're like, this is the, they're like, the, this is the best. And you're like, hmm. when I had you over and I did all of this, yeah. not the Next same. time we're having pizza. It's a great reminder though, that all these, I, all these wonderful ideas and tips and ways to prepare, sometimes yeah. they do get flushed, Yeah. but they do have being ready with a heart yeah. to love on people. Even if it's pizza yes. and you know, yeah. a warm salad loving on them they still will fill yeah. out they still will walk out your door feeling loved if you have been engaged and and that's not easy because <laughs> the days that you're having people over are the days that things go yep. wrong and yep. the days that uh, to be very honest it's harder to get along with people and it's hard i mean there's just it's just not easy all the time yeah. nope. and so that's a good reminder yep. yeah and some practical things that I've also found is you know, make sure you clean your house with a purpose. Joy, you mentioned that like you clean different parts of your house ever throughout the week. I um, spaz and just try to have my house clean all the time. And so um, <laughs> my kids would tell you that they have um, this huge chore list and it's not, they do, it's a big list, but it's really broken up separately to where it's like, it's massive. They have like four things they have to do yeah. every day. Well, there's, a, there's more than four things, but some of it's like brush your teeth. I mean, these are basic oh, things that it's your boss did. Barely a chore. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, it's a chore, but it's not it's a chore. More personal hygiene. And then some of their chores, while you probably, you do different rooms, their chores are broken up into different rooms throughout the week. So that mm. even if my week's crazy, if, if they've done their chores, those, some of that deep cleaning has been yes, done during the week have been visited. and that was really helpful for me to take the time to write that out and to, to kind of divvy some of that up and on purpose. And I know yeah. you, you've even said to me several times that, well, do you have a plan and do you have a purpose? But I want my home to be ready. If my yeah. husband calls and says, you know, this person called me and they're, they're having coming. a hard time mm. and I really think, or we're coming home from church and he says, after church tonight, you know, Sunday morning, lots of times he'll be like, I yeah. was talking to this person and I think we should have them over after church tonight. I think that's what yeah. the Lord wants. And that doesn't happen. If that happens Sunday afternoon, it doesn't happen in a pretty way. And this mom is not very pretty, <laughs> but it, it all has to be, it takes work day in and day out. Yes. It's a choice to leave yes. a mess at night when you, before you go to bed, it's a choice to, to, to do the dishes and to I mean, yeah. put the laundry away, yeah. but the laundry stacked up in the middle of your house doesn't look so good. Yeah. I need a garage. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good place to hide things (laughs) when under the bed fills up. (laughs) True, But don't leave your house till you're having someone over the next day, but on purpose, clean your house and take care of it day in and day out and sacrifice so that first of all, it's a place for your family to enjoy it. But then, then you can have people into it. It, It's quite a bit of work when you look at it, you know, okay, 
constantly throughout the day, I'm just picking up and making sure things are in their place Mm -hmm. and a place for everything. But in the end, when you do have that, like you said, and it happens in ministry, somebody is coming and you've got 45 minutes, an hour, you're not running around crazy. They can step through the door and you're prepared for them mentally, And I've had them come in when it's not ready, but I'm not very happy then. And I'm not very loving and I'm really uncomfortable. And that's a big deal. Like my home needs to be a place that I can feel comfortable. It doesn't have to be perfect, but but it has to feel comfortable. So we clean up, we clean up. I try to like let it go during the morning. We clean up before Caden goes down for a nap. Yes, I love that. And so, I mean, my kids usually are in the middle of eating lunch and they love it when I'm like, everybody stop. It's time to clean up. But we clean up before Caden goes down for a nap. And then we try to clean up before everyone goes to bed. Yes, a time of the day, a routine, and they get involved. And even some of those things I've seen you do really well, Joy. and, And it's encouraged me. Okay. Wait, those are some just some hard times that like we get those things done. My kids have afternoon chores, and those afternoon chores happen while Caden's sleeping, right? And it's much easier to sweep the living room yes. if it's cleaned up already. <laughs> yeah. Amber, something you mentioned there again. I, if I could just put one more plug in, maybe to the men, to the husbands. You just mentioned, you know, how at t- different times situations can be not ideal for you to be ready to mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to receive guests, and, and I'm sure every lady has been in that situation. Uh, I, I think it is just a, a good mindset for men just to do everything you can to set your wives up to succeed That's good. with that. Yeah. And as, as much as possible, it sounds like Thomas tries to give you heads up as, as early as he knows, at least <laughs> as early as possible. And, and that's, that's something that men can do is communicate, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, who can we have over this week? Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, who, w- this is something that maybe we could do. I just want to give you a heads up about it and then be yeah. ready also to help with the is. work. Yeah. To, right. to okay, yeah. so maybe it's like they're coming over tonight. You know, I did the best I could in communicating. Okay, what what things can right. I yeah. do to yes. help you be ready to yep. not just have the house ready, but you be ready yep. to yes. talk to them tonight? So right. you know, yeah. how can we be a team in this and, and having the men help with that? Yeah, that's important. It, especially, she's right. We have a lot of those times where it's like Sunday afternoon, yes. and we're on the way home yeah. from church, and it's like, hey. I think I'm, I'm going to send a text message to yeah. these guys and see if they can come over tonight. Yeah. You know, what, and then on the way home, what do, what do you need to have done so yeah. that you'll feel okay with that? And what can I do to yeah. take care of those things? I love that. Yeah. And well, we haven't always been that good at that. Right. This and we're true. not super organized. And so that is sure. where like you have joy, you have this beautiful calendar and you have it all <laughs> on your calendar. We're much more like not scheduled and last minute. So I've been going to school right now. Um, and so one of the things that we've tried to do is sit down and say, or mm. I've tried to say, this night, this week would be really good mm. to have someone over if you wanted to have someone over. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. Um, yeah. that way, I he, love that. Letting them know open invite ahead of time. Yeah. Which as much as I would, I mean, I, I like it when he communicates to me, hey, can we do it this? But it's actually a little bit harder in, for me to swallow and obey um, because that's then his schedule, right? But, and he doesn't, it's not like he looks at my school calendar and knows this is what's going to be busy. But if I will be organized ahead of time and say, hey, this night would work really well for me, then we're a better team. Being ready to have people over Mm -hmm. is hard. That idea has come up a couple of different Mm -hmm. times, but not being ready is hard too. It's harder. (laughs) Right. Well, and and I I don't remember who it was, but somebody, a preacher somewhere just said, choose your hard. Right. Yeah. Things good. are going to be hard. It's hard That's this good. way, and it's hard this way. That's good. We can choose, though, which, like, one hard has benefits, and one hard is just a stress mm-hmm. and I mean, I like that. that's true for, I mean, that's true for diets, and if you're going to start running or all of these mm-hmm. things, right? It's hard to be lazy and overweight. Like, it's, that's hard. Yeah. 
it's hard also to work out. That's good. Choose your heart, right? Yeah. And so I think in this situation, like it, it can be hard and it can be tough, mm. but it's the opposite is hard too. Yeah. And so balancing that and just understanding. Even the opposite being like, there's this person that I know is going through, they've got to be going through hard stuff because they're not showing up the same and their heart's not the same. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't reach them if they don't know you love them. Yeah. And one of it, having people in your home for some reason, Jesus knew that we needed to yeah. be hospitable and it, it like bridges that gap yes. often and gives them even a spot where they can feel comfortable that isn't at church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely think, Oh, I mean, if you want to speak truth to somebody, the Bible says it clearly that you can be either a sounding brass tinkling symbol, mm-hmm. or you can speak and they hear you because they know you love, they, you love them. I think that's important. Hospitality opens that door to show that love. So when the opportunity comes to speak truth, they know you love them because you've served them in your home. And even recently I was reading about that idea of Jesus washing the feet of the disciples who came in the home. And that was a job meant for the lowliest of the servants in that home because the feet of Jerusalem and the cities were so filthy. And you think about people coming in and we serve them. Like that's a lowly job. There's humility involved there. There's love being shown you definitely won't sound like a sounding brass when the door opens for you to speak love to that person, mm-hmm. speak truth to them because they know that you love them and you've shown them that example. Good. Appreciate that. Well, any, any other final thoughts, Amber, Joy, anything to add? I do have one. Yeah. And just that hospitality is just like anything else. Mm-hmm. We grow into it. Yes. So it doesn't mean that, that we're all like as good at it as Joy is and um, multiple people <laughs> in one day. <laughs> That's she probably not. She's <laughs> blushing again. <laughs> That's it's probably not where yeah. I would start. I, yeah. But and it doesn't. As much as hospitality to strangers is awesome, if that's not your comfort zone, don't start there. Yeah. yeah. Start yeah. with yeah. start with the people that love you, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And have them and serve them and practice. Yes. And that'll give you some confidence, right? Yes. And then we started with teenagers, and they love anything. Yeah. And they so loved easy. my. So they easy. loved the trailer that we lived in, mm-hmm. and. They loved my floor that was falling apart, and they helped. Yeah. They helped with that, yeah. but um, helped it fall apart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but start small. Yeah. It doesn't have to be big. Yeah. And um, but then just start. And times are helpful for that kind of stuff. So Sunday afternoon worked really well for us. I have to go to choir, so yes. like we have church tonight. Sorry, so guys. we only have yeah. we have come over for lunch and then we're going to go back to the church for the evening service. Yeah. And that worked really well for when we were getting started with those yeah. kind of things, right? Yeah. And those kind of yeah. things are helpful. Not, not yeah. an open-ended stay yeah. for three days. I love how Amber mentioned just start. Yeah. I think a lot of times we can become crippled in starting yeah. when all we can think about is what are people going to think? And does my home measure up to standards? And is it all perfect? It's not. Well, guess what? <laughs> Neither does mine. And it's important to just start somewhere right. and right. don't obsess about those things. More yeah. obsess about your heart being prepared to love on them yeah. and your home. Make sure that you're glorifying the Lord in your home. So, yeah, don't just let it be messy and have people over and who cares? Right. It's all right. 
they need to get over it. No, let God be glorified with your home and with your time throughout the week so that when the door opens to be hospitable, you step through the door prepared with the tools you need because you've been diligent with your time. You have served the Lord to the best of your ability and he's pleased because your heart is ready. so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor. We hope that this conversation has been a help to you. If it has, we also hope that you leave us a review on iTunes. Your rating and review help get this podcast in front of more listeners, and we're really grateful for that. You can also find us on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash not the pastor. Every week, we have discussions about the topics that you're hearing on this show. And it's a great place for you to jump in and share your wisdom as well. Thanks so much for listening today. And until next week, we are not the pastor.